0: This is the Bounty Hunt
1: podcast. Bounty hunters, we don't need that scum. A UTV Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
2: All right, welcome to. Bounty Hunt, a Utini Network podcast, where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Eric Eilerson, joined by a full house today to talk some bad batch. First off, we have baseball cap wearing trailer building
0: Dr. Corey Hilton. <laughs> yeah, we were talking before the show. I'm building a, I'm converting like a cargo trailer into a camper in my in my free time and like every second counts right so i'm disgusting this is bounty hunt this is coming as you are i got holes in my shirt got my america hat on i got insulation in my beard
2: i can like Uh, smell the work that you're doing through the screen like i know exactly it smells
0: it's ripe trust me oh
2: man (laughs) nothing's more ripe though than the glorious face of dr charles hankel what's up
0: (laughs) i
3: played like three hours of video games this morning so i'm also working hard my fingers are a little bit sore but you know i'm gonna hell yeah
2: Good. You know what? I hope you're good. I hope your fingers are just as good as the glorious non-callus smooth baby hands of West Jenkins.
1: <laughs> Look at these hard working <laughs> barbell calluses. Damn it. <laughs> that was That's the so- face of an offended man <laughs> right there. Welcome, Welcome everyone to-, <laughs> to Bounty Hunt. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, is this your first time on Bounty Hunt? Hello. We are going to be here. We're talking about the Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 3, Replacements. We're going to be recapping the show, just chatting about what we liked about it. Full spoilers ahead. We didn't say that last episode. Full spoiler chat. If you haven't seen the episode, head over to Disney Plus or your friends Disney Plus you're using. We know it's fine. Watch the episode (laughs) and come on back. So, uh, to get into the show, first of all, another shout out to our very own Meg Dowell, who every week is putting up written recaps of the episodes on utini.com. We are all from utini.com. so make sure you hit those up on Fridays. All right, replacements. We started out uh, with the Bad Batch's ship on the Fritz. Um, we walk through the ship, and we see Omega is on her little iPad sleeping on a gonk droid, and it's adorable, but she doesn't have a room of her own. Tech, meanwhile, is building a scanner to scan for the inhibitor chips in their heads. They think they're okay, but we need to make sure. The ship then starts freaking out, gets pulled out of hyperspace, and crash lands onto a moon. Meanwhile, back in Kamino, Admiral Rampart pitches a new squad to Tarkin, saying we need to replace the clones with Project War Mantle. This is going to be a bunch of conscripted soldiers to take over from the clone army. Back with the Bad Batch, Tech and Echo leave the ship to replace this Prower charge, but encounter a thief, which is an Ordo Moondragon. It's adorable, and it glows green. Hunter decides to go after it to retrieve the stolen part they need, and Omega comes with him as part of the crew. Meanwhile, Crosshair and Team War Mantle are sent to Onderon to to complete Bad Batch's mission they couldn't do to defeat Saw entire army. And then the Moondragon, back with the Bad Batch, attacks Hunter and Omega. Hunter loses his oxygen mask, passes out, and Omega takes off, takes his blaster, goes after the moon dragon. We go back once more to Crosshair and the squad. They take down all of Guerrero's fighters. And Crosshair shoots the attempted leader when he refuses to kill the rest of the civilians because good soldiers follow orders or something. I'll work on it. It's not a marquee in row, you know. <laughs> uh, but back with the Bad Batch, Omega recovers the power capacitor by trading a flashlight to the Moon Dragon, who just wanted to chompy-chomp on some electricity. Can't blame him for that. The other War troops get back, and Tarkin and Admiral Rampart discuss the obsolete nature of the clones, as the Kaminoans figure out a way to stay relevant in this new empire. They need to clone the superior clones. That's right. They gotta find the Bad Batch. They gotta evolve. Back with the crew, they make their way off the moon, and Wrecker, who's had a little bit of a headache all episode, reveals his little Pinterest board, tiny home that he made for Omega, who snuggles in with Lula as the episode ends off to their next adventure. So, gentlemen and chat, uh, how'd you like this episode? Episode three, kind of a kind of a standalone episode.
0: I thought it was uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it had some heartwarming stuff in it. Um, a little less action-y, I mean, like, I'm glad we did the recaps, because even though I watched it yesterday, I'm like, what even happened in this mm-hmm. episode? <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it had a little bit of that feeling of, like, what did we... How did the plot move forward is a bit of a question, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. They they definitely put, they put the main detail that they're looking for in each of these episodes. So they're, like, in, in this particular episode, they're looking to whether they're going to... Uh, go to the conscript, conscripted soldiers, mm-hmm. or they're gonna stay with the clones. So they're continuing that plot angle, and then now you see now you see it breaking off with the Kaminoans and the Empire, like totally. splitting in two. Yeah,
3: I think that's the most interesting stuff right now. That and, and yeah, seeing what's sure. going on with Crosshair, like the the stuff with Hunter and, and the main crew and Omega, wasn't as interesting for me. It felt a little bit like a Rebels episode to me in totally, a way, like, sure. you know, where they go and they find some weird species and there's a thing that doesn't really matter all that much. and yeah. mm. But we get we get some big plot points moving forward from the other stuff, so I didn't love it yeah, as much as true. episodes one and two, uh, but it was still really enjoyable.
2: Yeah. Yeah, same for me. It's interesting because this season is so much longer than we're kind of used to lately, right? Like, Mando's been... Not as many episodes. Clone War Season 7 was old, was very few episodes comparatively, and there were separate arcs. Like, to have this long of a season, they're really kind of taking their time making these characters interesting, uh, which I enjoy. A lot of our chat is saying they're really liking the character development of the personalities, more character-building episodes. Totally dig that as well. Uh, Project War Mantle. Actually, so I'm, for those of you listening to the audio version, I'm wearing my Bodhi Rook shirt today. Uh, because nice, nice. uh those of you that may not know, Project Warmantle is one of the projects Jin finds in Rogue One as she's looking for oh, um, I did not know Stardust. that actually even. So nice little cool. Rogue One tie-in. Also, uh, you know what is. it
1: is? We, it's also a heavy metal right. band that I'm sure Carl has, has looked <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> Had to. Guaranteed. <laughs> what is it? Do you know what it is yet? Or I, is it still a mystery? Well that so yeah,
2: that's what that's our first. Oh, wait, before we get into that, I, I'm i already messing up it up. It's Bounty Hunt. It's freewheeling. Uh, One to ten, guys, this episode. Corey, what do you think? Just gut oh, reaction. Uh, sh- seven. All right. Wes.
1: 7.1. In your face. Carlos. <laughs> right, <let's>... you douche. <laughs> seven.
2: All right. And I'll give it like a 7.8. Yep. Liked it. Good. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. We had to do the business. So
0: That's right. Um.
2: Project War Mantle, yeah, definitely the the biggest thing we got. Uh, seeing conscripted soldiers kind of trying to recreate a bad batch esque vibe. Let's start with that question, Corey. For what do we think they are? You know, are, is this just? Yeah. Is it just this group, or is this a bigger initiative to start phasing out all clones? <clears throat> what do you think?
0: I, you know, I I think I don't really know. Okay, let's let's talk about the premise in general of just what. What we actually saw happen with yeah. this, like, because mm. that dude, uh, what was his name, Admiral something? Ram- uh, oh, uh, oh, he was promoted it. to Admiral Rampart. Rampart.
1: Rampart. Rampart. Rampart.
0: Rampart. Rampart. Yes. Okay. So that name like sounds familiar, but I looked him up and I, <laughs> up, and I couldn't find him anywhere. I don't think he. I don't think he's. I he's, think he was just created moved. for yeah. the show, right? Last episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a black, yeah. black series thought, already, so. Every time, every time they're going to introduce like a new imperial in this uh, in this show, I'm going to like just expect them to be one of the imperials in the room in A New Hope. Remember that big <laughs> yeah. circle where they're like, where Tarkin, where Tarkin walks in and is like, "We've just destroyed the Senate; it doesn't exist anymore." And they're like, "What?" You know yeah. that that scene right yeah. where he where where Vader chokes him and stuff. I mean, like, there's so many imperials in that scene. So like with
1: haircuts, everybody has their own. Exactly, <laughs> everybody has their own, own haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: true. Anyway, so I really thought it was going to be one of those guys, um, uh, but it wasn't, right? So, this is a new character we saw. And he introduced Project uh, War Mantle, and then he introduced these new characters, right? Mm-hmm. But it was kind of talked about as if it's just like a test to see how loyal conscripts can be, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that was kind of a giant fail because the first <laughs> time they get, they get in combat or whatever, they're like, we're not listening to our commander. Screw this guy. I'm leaving. And then, like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> yeah, like, so like so, I was, I was so glad that Crosshair kind of uh, just shot him. It's like,
2: yeah, man. I know we're not messing. I was with hoping that. that would happen. I uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to point out. Be nasty in the chat is is, is uh, what I agree with personally. It says probably a creation of the Death Troopers, and that's what totally what I got the vibes of for the armor. I talked about that in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Crosshair's new armor really got a Rogue One Death Trooper vibe with like the green visors yeah. and the blackish armor. That's yeah. where I think they're going to credit. Maybe not replace all clones with. Um, troopers, Because I know that in Legends, that was explained a little more, but we haven't touched a lot in canon on what happens to the clones, <clears throat> um, like the millions of them post-war. I
0: know. but We I... haven't yet. Go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, we haven't yet seen... I don't think we've yet really seen good evidence as why we're not using clones yet, right? Yeah. Like everything that right. we've seen so far, the clones seem ultra effective, clones right? The they best. didn't hesitate. Yeah. They didn't hesitate with order sixty six. They're following orders like crazy. Now they're all like change and they're all like hail to the Empire. I'm yeah. like, yeah. is this not like the perfect combination? It like, really why are we doesn't human? it
3: really does not make That's sense the why the Empire would be ever. like yeah. Why yes. why would they be like, Yeah, we should we should not use these guys anymore? Like they're perfect. Like yeah. they did exactly yeah. what know. they were supposed to yeah. do.
1: And they don't really know yet about the degrading sample from Django Fett, right? So they right. like in future generations the clones may be less effective yeah. or less efficient. Mm-hmm. But I mean these guys I got right now. Well, they seem hella but, good, man. What are they doing? I think <laughs>
3: we are eventually. I think we are going to see Crosshair. They'll come back to the Bad Batch, right, and yeah. be a good guy again, quote unquote. Yeah, that would be. And good. so I think that's probably going to be the thing. Like the the super clone that they put through that crazy MRI machine to like torque up his inhibitor chip, and he still ends yeah. up not listening to the Empire. I think that might be the domino that tips everything yeah. over.
2: That's a great point, and I think that it's it's interesting to think about, you know, the clones were great for war, right, and they're great for missions, but in Tarkin's mind, like, we know the Empire is going to fall in about 20 years or so, but I think mm-hmm. if they're thinking full, like, time longevity, I think Tarkin, it might have been mentioned either in this episode, or honestly, it could have been in a book somewhere, this, this factoid is just in my mind, where he was talking about for longevity of power, like, you need people that are conscripted from the planets we're ruling to be the soldiers, because then they have... Loyalty to the Empire, and it starts to bleed into the populace, as opposed to just the invading clones coming in and kind of being the police force. Yeah, mm. that's
0: a good that's a good point. It comes with an idea ideological thing. Yeah. Like that was a big thing in um, like Lost, Lost Stars. Storkies, remember, was, Be- Lost Stars. Yeah, that's yeah. Was it for. was Lost Stars. It was a big thing because um, uh, um, what's what's her name? Sienna. Thane and- Sienna. Sienna. Yeah, yeah. Sienna is like her parents. You know, like because she's in the Empire, they were like. At, extra loyal Mm -hmm. to like the empire and stuff right so i think that's part of it
2: yeah definitely and i and it's uh let's see i'm also (laughs) a lot a lot of chat things in this episode which is great keep them coming y'all uh they mentioned i think it was being nasty? You mentioned Scar Squadron from the comics. Do you guys remember these? Have you? I don't know if you guys read out. These were in yeah, the, yeah. the Star Wars mainline.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the one with the guy get the lightsaber? Yeah. yeah the, and the lead guy does, yeah.
2: There's been a lot yeah. of talk about whether the Bad Batch becomes Scar Squadron because there's a sniper, a tech guy, a leader, and like a big dude. Oh, man. And mm. the question could be, is War Mantle the attempted recreation of the Bad Batch or is this cloning thing that we're going to see the Kaminoans do, is that going to create... Scar Squadron or is like, you know, yeah, I don't know. So I feel like possibilities. I feel like
0: my, my most gut reaction of what War Warmental actually is, is actually just a much more ideological thing. It's sure. just it's the idea of switching from clones to conscripts. And this is the grand plan and how in which we're going to do it. Right. That's yeah. what I think War Warmental mm-hmm. is. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's a cool name. It is. That, <laughs> it sounds definitely. like a yeah, sounds like War Machine. Yeah. Not to
2: be confused <laughs> with War Eagle, which is just a plan to make everyone watch Auburn football. All right. <laughs> um that was for you, Andrew. <laughs> and T V actually, it's in the chat. Uh next thing I wanted to discuss is um uh, Hunter has a really interesting episode when Omega finds Crosshair's weapon case it was a really great moment, I thought, because she's so innocent trying to help. And just looking at moment. that case makes the whole squad kind of have this moment where like, like you said, Charles, I think the idea of Crosshair coming back is clearly shown. Because they're, they've not given up on him. Wrecker especially says, you know, it's, is it not his fault? They're reaching, they're reaching. So for us, do you guys think <clears throat> that Crosshair's betrayal is, like, is he not at fault at all? Is is a, a little column A, column B? Because we're obviously seeing mm-hmm. him go in for a lot of these, like, charges. They make his chip a little more intense and he's getting more violent. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. wasn't really on board in the first place. Like, where, where are we at a Crosshair now a few episodes in?
1: Can't mm. be his can't be his fault, right? Yeah. I mean
0: there was, sense, like, there was a there was a weird moment like when he was sitting on the bed at the end of the episode. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just contemplating his got like, that guilt a little bit. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. It's I think it's not like the inhibitor chip, the way I think of it is it just really like drives a desire or a directive, but like you still Are doing everything right so like there is this level of responsibility in that you're choosing to listen to this but it's not your fault that you have that instinct like that inherent instinct and I'm pretty sure that Crosshair even in the first episode was saying some things that implied that it was the chip driving it and not necessarily him organically Um, like I can't remember when the first time was he said good so good soldiers follow orders or whatever but something like that that kind of clues you in like you know what he's not really in his own mind
2: that is kind of like the uh, it's like the winter soldier phrase when they activate him right I think good soldiers follow orders I feel like every time they say that it like reconfirms like re-ups like reloads the program
0: yeah Um, Mm -hmm.
2: because like even in season seven we that was the phrase obviously they Mm. pulled it from that that we saw them use. like Jesse I think used it um, to Rex and a couple other things like that. That I so I really do like the fact that Crosshair is struggling, and it almost seems like he's trying to convince himself that he's doing the he's right thing.
0: turn. He's yeah. gonna turn eventually. Oh, yeah, I know that's gotta be that's gotta be what happens. Redemption. Um, Ooh, you know I really I really want to know. That could be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. I really want to know. Like I don't know if we're ever gonna get any of this, but like this is just the more of the clone Order 66 stuff I want to see. Like I wonder if we're ever gonna see what's going on with like the regular clones, like. They all seem, they seem very robotic right now. Yeah. Is that, but is the, is the camaraderie still there? Like that Ooh. we saw in the Clone Wars? Like, are they still like kind of human-like or, I mean, cause maybe that's why they want to replace them. Maybe they're all like robots now that they're, their chips are activated. You know, the chips yeah. are activated. They're literally yeah, you know what I mean? like Like, right. Like, do they have haircuts still? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, they, do, they, do they have, like, special haircuts to identify themselves still? Or is this something different? I mean, I don't know that's what's going on. That's a great question. Not We're not I can really... tell.
1: You remember in the, like, the cafeteria scene, everybody was, like, clone, quote, unquote, clones of each other. But uh, everybody yeah. Yeah. Okay. had the same haircut. <laughs> that's, a good yeah. Scene. Yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but
3: I don't know if that's because they're still on Camino, and so they're, like, maybe earlier on in their training, or... Or what? But we haven't really seen even the the level of armor uh, uh, customization that we've seen, you know, more towards the end of right. the Clone Wars series either. So, you know, and eventually we do know that gets phased out once they're just straight up stormtroopers,
2: <laughs> right? Well, and it's interesting with Crosshair, especially too, you know, coming coming with all these clones. Like he's around all these regs now. He's around also the the conscripted soldiers. He's really having this whole new experience. That if they're setting up him up for this redemption arc, I think they gotta not be be careful, but be cognizant of all the stuff they're having him do, because your hero now has shot a man in cold blood, has ordered the murder of civilians with a flamethrower. Like he's gonna have to reckon with <laughs> with this stuff, and the more episodes this goes on, the longer that list of stuff yeah. is gonna get. And I think mm-hmm. that you. We can forgive a lot if he like you know cries in Hunter's arms or like tries to fight back, but at, at a certain point, is there going to be a level of stuff that Crosshair does in this first season that we're like, bro, Dude. no,
0: you can't just come back. I love Spice Dan's comment in the chat. I love it. I feel like it's my freshman lit class all over again. It's the few good men conundrum. Are you responsible for your actions when under orders?
1: Yeah, I, lo-
0: yeah. I love that movie. I just watched that like last year, it's like for the first time, and uh, fantastic movie. Well, um.
1: I mean that depends. A good question. Yeah, it depends, but, right? Because we have the Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, redemption, mm-hmm, right? I mean, right, right. He murdered right. But there's a, a lot. of people. A, yes. Now there is yeah. a there's an important distinction
0: between like redemption and you know forgiveness or lack of justice, right? right I mean that's right. like those are different
1: different philosophies. Absolving you can be redeemed someone, and like
0: yeah. yes, exactly. You can be redeemed, but like I guess you know, only listen. one person
1: forgave him. I don't know about that's everybody right. Else. <laughs>
0: It's like it's right. It's like, yeah, Vader. I know that, like, you know, you're the good side now. But listen, you got to go to jail forever. I'm
3: sorry. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we we saw like, that in victory. Well, I won't talk too much about. Let's Victor's not spoil price, it again. But, yeah. yeah, I know. But there, oh there's, a, there's not, there's not just the galaxy wide good attitude towards Vader. Right after right. he does what he does, because no one even yeah. really knows what he did, anyways. But yeah, but, I read this
2: in Fables. He's a boogeyman monster to most yes. of the galaxy. Like you don't say <laughs> yeah. but actually he loved his son. Oh, well.
3: That's fine. Man. <laughs> you know? No, but but uh let's talk for a second about what Crosshair did with these <laughs> with these people killing these people or ordering them to be killed. That was guys, I kid you not, like that hit me. I was kind of taken aback. I was like this is one that of the darkest too. things I've yes, seen in yeah. any of the Star Wars cartoons. There was literally oh, like a uh, husband and wife or, or some couple like holding each other huddled on the ground and they just like lit them up. It was flame-thrower. Inc-
0: like, I, I don't, flame-thrower. Yeah. Yes, like, I don't, I don't a know a more, cruel, lit them up, a more cruel weapon. Like yeah. seriously. Yeah. And
3: I, and I paused and I don't have children and I, I don't, there's not a right answer to this, but I really did think for a second. I was like, Oh my gosh, like kids are watching this too. Like that. Yeah. I don't know where that is on my line of like, Darkness yeah. that I want my kids in. <laughs> the like, yeah, there's
1: some so. serious conversations between children and their parents. And they're like, "All right, yeah. we need we need to talk about." It. Yeah. Well, it's yes interesting because Seriously. we
2: just we just dealt with this in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Uh, not to spoil it too much for anyone that hasn't seen it yet, but like Bucky is on this re- this amends uh, tour, right? He has all these people he hurt he as the Winter Soldier, and the show is a lot about him coming to terms with how he was under orders and he was programmed, and how does he become a good person can he be good you know it's and i think that crosshair is a very similar character um which actually made me laugh cv wrote in the chat she said my name is crosshair i am no longer a murderous assassin and you are part of my efforts to make amends like (laughs) so that would be fun but it would but it would be interesting because as as the chat is saying some people have already forgiven him like omega is already saying it's not his fault he can't help it and she obviously knows a lot about you know the the kaminoan process so, I think that's interesting. Um, and Dale actually mentioned something about Wrecker that I want to go into now as well. Because Wrecker, I think we we talked about last episode, is one of the characters that people either loved at the beginning of Season 7 or didn't really care for. But in this show, he's really given a, a lot of different flavors and a lot of color. I really like it. Um, the Wrecker complained about his head hurting. Now, this is... I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. This yeah. is clearly his chip, right? There's something going. on. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's got to be. Like, no, I mean, we, or, characters and shows don't complain about headaches yeah. unless you know it's not like, man, I had a long day at work, had a headache, we're taking a towel and all. It's not like that in, in yeah, TV, right?
1: He didn't. Start, has a He didn't start complaining about it until he hit his head on that on the support <clears throat> rail. That was. No, that's a good point. Yeah. So that happened. It could have activated. It could have.
2: Yeah, like It, it fixed it's that side. In it's the right side. Yeah.
3: Did anyone else yeah. think that those uh, restraint harnesses were hilarious that it dropped to the same level for Wrecker and for Omega? I was like, yo, Omega yes. would be yeeted out of here like in <laughs> a
2: heartbeat.
1: <No. laughs> Charles, know?
2: it's the force. Come on now. Uh,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> ve- very amusement park like dungeon drop yeah. type of yeah. like, you know, restraint. Somebody, Wrecker. I don't
0: I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was Blind Fade. Somebody in the chat earlier asked the question, why doesn't Omega just sleep in sleep in uh Crosshair's uh, bed? Uh, Crosshair's bed, like they clearly all have their own space on the ship. So there's an extra. Sh- okay, I don't know. Whatever. It's
1: interesting. Oh, I well, and that,
2: I gotta say though, on that note, the I, I mentioned in the recap glibly, but I do think that is a straight up Pinterest board level room. That like it's got good lighting. He made for Omega. Yeah. He gave oh. her his his stuffed animal that he loves. Like, yeah. Uncle Wrecker is a really interesting color for this character you know this guy who's beating droids with his fist and like the wrecking ball in season seven was such an awesome mm-hmm. thing <clears throat> but he's like like we were watching it and charlie was like do you think he sewed those curtains and i think he might have <laughs> you know like i i like that level <clears throat> to it and do you think that we're gonna continue to see this warmth through omega only or do you think i th- think so yeah. Oh, oh, through
0: only. Yeah, oh, I, I guess through know. only. Don't know. They, like, or is that? Like, I mean, is the
2: whole squad kind of starting to get a little more? As that farther they get away from conflict, are they all starting to get a little warmer?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. So. Maybe so.
2: That's good. Yeah. Yep. I cool. like that. I like that a lot.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a question. Change the subject it. a little bit. Um, is the is the woman character in the little Death Squad? Is that Finnick Shan? No. It's not. No, I don't think so. the
2: woman's she, black, and I think Fennec is not.
0: Oh, is she? Yeah. It didn't show them she's without the helmets very long. Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's not that that well, okay. that was. Well, a 20- I want to know when we're
2: gonna get her though, because she's gonna yeah. be coming some point.
1: Yeah. That's right. True. I mean, well, isn't
0: she's in the show? She's in the yes, trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: We're I thought it was yeah, funny yeah, though. Was speaking of when they first showed all those uh, non-clone troopers like lined up, and Rampart was like showing them off, and like mm-hmm. they looked cool, right, with their black armor and everything, but like. Tarkin was just like, yeah, this might actually work. And I was like, you haven't seen them do anything yet. They're just dressed. <laughs> yeah. in and then later I on, know. he was like, yeah, maybe we should test them and see how they do yeah. it. Like, there you go, I Tarkin.
2: Tarkin's <laughs> like weirdly, an o- he is both an optimist and a cynic at the same time, depending on the day. Like, It has to be maddening to work for Tarkin. Be like, yes. I love it. And then he cancels it out of nowhere. You're like, dude, what the hell? I thought we were on
0: it. Tarkin is such a dislikable character. But you also like Oh yeah. You also like if you've ever read the Tarkin book, have you guys read the Tarkin book? I I have have. tried Uh to. (laughs) Yes, the Tarkin book, like (laughs) like it 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 makes you (laughs) it makes you like hate him, but you also like like secretly want him to win all the time. And from his perspective. So it's like, I don't know, man. He's just like the worst.
2: You learn a lot about his uniform in that book. I remember that. Uh, he goes on about the poofy pants. It's very yeah. cool. Poofy I feel pants.
0: like really
1: he's been there since he was pants. born.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> he was born with that. And it's also interesting seeing Tarkin interact with the Kaminoans. Because like, during the Clone Wars, obviously... By the way, today as we record is the 19-year anniversary of Attack of the Clones. So the first time we ever saw them, 19 years ago today... Wow. Wow. Uh, this this ten year old oh. was, was lost his goddamn mind when Yoda's lightsaber came out, and it was one of the best moments of my <laughs> <You> know, life. <laughs> what?
0: I fell asleep to Attack of the Clones last night, man. Good, nice. Here you are. Coincidentally, right. coincidentally, I didn't know this was the anniversary. Nice, that's pretty Dude, cool. Dude, yeah. can we talk about the Kaminoans Speak- for real though? Because yeah, let's do it.
3: it. It's a really cool plot point. I think we we never saw the transition into the Empire for the Kaminoans. Right. Like they're yeah. like they're like, hold on, we're not going down without a fight. Like we're going to try something different here to keep this contract with the empire. And, and I, I'm really interested to see what they come up with and, and see how, I don't know how dark they might get to try to keep themselves afloat because they were like celebrated cloners right in the, in the time period of the prequels. But it seems like when this contract came along with the Republic, that is like their only contract. Like their portfolio yeah. is not diversified mm-hmm. whatsoever.
0: Like <laughs> yeah. everything what did rides do on this.
2: that. Like, hey, yeah,
0: who else is buying clones? Where, like, we've never seen other clones them? anywhere I else. Like, so I mean, it's probably like,
2: sec, like sex stuff. Maybe. <laughs> God Christ. damn it! I'm assuming, like, hey, I was,
1: thinking, uh, I was thinking farmers. Maybe somebody works yes, for a factory. Like factory and workers. And go, I don't know something straight to, like straight to sex. Cool. I maybe, maybe they were working
3: for Palpatine, right? Maybe that's what they were doing.
2: I'll be at Exegol Hey, <clears throat> hey, cloning secrets only the Sith knew, and also all the Kaminoans. Yeah.
0: But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hey, maybe, th- maybe this is maybe this is all the Kaminoans. Maybe they're just like ten of them. They live on this station, and they're maybe. like they're really good at what they do. But the rest of I love the Caminos. They're so cool.
2: See, we all thought (laughs) that they were gonna bomb the whole thing and wipe out Camino. What if they just go into like bankruptcy and like the whole show is just about them filling out paperwork and they actually and they never put (laughs) them back in the archives. They just forgot to put the planet back so that no one goes there. And they're like, oh no, Camino, oops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're working underground where the where the the immune's live, and they're just doing. Oh my god. (laughs) They're just doing like paperwork, yeah, God, and just filing I stuff sh- away the whole time because they're in such bad. That's dip. what that's what the clones are
0: for. <laughs> that's <laughs> what they're for. It's menial labor. If they were working God, sh- to they do underground, <laughs> Baker job for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't want to ca- say that out loud, but yeah, they're doing <laughs> Eric's job. <laughs> if, if
3: the Caminones were working underground, do you know how many lamps they would have to have at their desk to make up for what they're used to <laughs> <laughs> with their bright <laughs> white, white lights? Whiteness? on
2: God, they I must I have terrible up. vision. If you had only Kaminoans and the Munes, that'd be the ugliest TV show ever. Oh, All these yeah. like long weird people, but I I got to say the the Kaminoans at the end do we so this is the question that I had watching it because they said, "Oh, we need to we need to clone superior clones to stay ahead of the game." And they look at the cafeteria table where I assume the bad batch ate, so I'm guessing that's what they mean. But I think also Omega has to somewhat Like work into this because we still don't entirely know what her deal is. Like she's doing the mimicking things we talked about. Maybe force sensitive. Maybe a combination of something. Whatever it is. Like this episode, Mm -hmm. it seemed like her power was common sense. But do you think that they're trying that they want to clone Omega because she's a new batch? Do you think that they just they just want to clone the bad batch again? Like what what is their end goal at the end of this episode? Because it seemed like they're going a direction, Uh, but it's still a little unclear.
1: I don't know. I was thinking it was more they were more um trying to zero in on crosshair but now that we just started talking mm-hmm. about this it's get all of the bad batch in there and see which one is the most superior um or yeah it could be Omega because she she's brand new right mm-hmm. so maybe she has the most uh pure like bloodline yeah. that they could use
2: yeah cuz it does seem like the next the next mission that they're sending the war eagle squad on is is going to be to track down the bad batch like i mean i come on we love a chase through the universe like mm, got to stay yeah. a step ahead like that's that's classic star wars
0: i think the i think the point of this show is to Showed the transition. I think that the transition from the Republic to the Empire. I think that is the point of the show. And like Bad Batch is sort of along for the ride and has an interesting perspective because they were previously clones, but also sort of a weird perspective because they weren't like normal clones. So I I don't know. I I, I don't really. And I gradually figure out who Omega is. Are we gonna Are we gonna arrive at the rebellion somehow in this show? Like I don't really know how it's all gonna fit together yet.
2: (sighs) It's, but I think this is what the fun thing about this show is: is that I feel like with yeah. all the previous shows, we had a little more of a concrete knowledge of what might be happening. Like the yeah. Din and Grogu mm-hmm. theme, Even though we went to a bunch of different places, we kind of knew where that was going to go. Season seven, we kind of got it. Um, <clears> ooh, uh, Stephen Ken, our buddy in the chat, said, "Welcome, he, uh, Stephen." Yeah, he and his kid have been kicking around the name Omega. and says it's interesting that rhetorically the entire Bad Batch are all Omega personalities. Mm-hmm. That's also fascinating. I mean, obviously, nothing in Star Wars, I won't say that, few things in Star Wars are done by accident. Um, They're yeah. definitely happy accidents, so it's got to mean something. Uh, Blind Fate says, is a Kaminoan genocide by the Empire possible? Palps might not like anyone being able to replicate what he's done. So the guy in Mandalorian has the clone symbol, but he's not a Kaminoan. So, like, is That's a good point. Palpatine is good point. got wow. what he needed from them. And now he's going to take that secret, and maybe that's the last thing he needed for Exegol. You know, there, there's hmm. a lot of ways. Yeah. There's a lot of ways this could happen, which I think is it's just exciting. Like the future yeah, is so open.
0: It makes <clears throat> speculation is fun when yeah. you have a existing story. I mean, we have lots of plot points mm-hmm. we can jump in on later on in the sh- in in other shows that are much further down the timeline with Mandalorian stuff, yeah. with like Empire Rebellion stuff. Like, I mean, there's so many things we can tie into. Yeah. It's really fantastic. Yeah. Great storytelling.
1: And,
2: and, like, we know that Rex is going to come in at some point because of the trailer. We know Fennec Shand is coming in at some point. We don't know when. We don't know how. And I think that makes it super fun. So, uh, God. Now I'm just thinking again about Camino being wiped out. And it makes me sad. Because you're like <laughs> right, co- Like, Charles, they're cool. They're such they cool, are cool characters. Yeah. I would have
3: liked to spend even more time on that planet in the prequels. But, you know.
2: Yeah.
3: I Obi-
1: got... <clears throat> I got Empire Strikes Back vibes when they landed on the asteroid, right? And then Yeah, with the, the masks. Yeah. Yeah. Did you that? that was, cool. was gonna talk about that? The animation part, when they breathe and it fogs out, and then when they breathe back yeah. in uh-huh. it, like that animation, like nobody would have I'm sure somebody would have thought of it, but that wouldn't have been like put in years ago, no. right? Oh, that's so, like Clone yeah. Wars season one money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. That was I, I don't I don't incredible. I don't think we can
0: make it through an episode of Bounty Hunt without talking about how absolutely flipping incredible the animation is. Like, oh. There's stuff that makes me notice it every single time, yeah. and like the the creature with the light like emanating down its mm-hmm. back and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it's so yeah. good. Like, yeah. so good. The lighting.
2: <laughs> this one I noticed when Omega goes down the hole and she clicks on the flashlight. Like. Just, just the lighting of the uh, on the backlight under her face and lighting up the cave, like that stuff is so hard to do. Yeah,
0: it looks really, really good too. It's just, it's really entertaining. It really is entertaining. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want this studio to die. Right, no. like I want, might- I want yeah. to continue doing more stuff in this mm-hmm. animation style. It's just really, really, really good. And I don't know if that's relative because we saw what the Clone Wars was like, but like, I feel like from an animated standpoint, the show is really top-notch. Yeah,
1: there's got to be somebody taking notes or just like, you know, after this is done, we need to snatch up some of these creators, yeah. some of these animators, and mm-hmm. just like give them a job with us and pay them more money. And right. Well, didn't, turn into- uh, didn't
3: uh, Matt Lanter say that he is like... Coming back for something involving Anakin in the animated world mm-hmm. recently, so yep. and I something. I don't think it's this. I mean, I I guess technically it
0: could be, but I don't think it's this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Darth Vader Murder Murder Chronicles. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader Murder Chronicles. He just all the Jedi that he hunts down and assassinates. <laughs> An animated TV show for children by Disney Star Wars. Making yeah, a murderer. <laughs>
2: And that'll be interesting. I bet there's people looking at the analytics of these cuz as we said, this is this this episode especially got so freaking dark with crosshair um yeah. and the flamethrowers that I'm sure they're looking at the analytics of Disney Plus like what what the, what age range are watching these? Like are the are kids watching animation or is it all the 18 to 49s? Like is it all the older people that are watching all these animated shows? And if that's the case, like they're buying the subscriptions then you're going to teeter it more to that with that being said, Star Wars has always been for kids. It always will be for kids, mm-hmm. so we're not gonna lose that. So we'll see yeah, kinda how that evolves.
0: I would I would have liked to have have been around like the decision making for the whole flamethrower thing. I wonder if that was like like total oversight or something that had a huge amount of discussion oh, about like do we do Gotta we be. do we wanna do we wanna do this? Like this is really, really dark. I mean, like, I want I would love to read those emails. Yeah. Maybe they asked <laughs> George like, about it and he's
2: like, Well, you know, if if uh, if we use a flamethrower then the flesh would crinkle and then cross over oh and smell God. it. Um, because it, because the 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 helmet rid of smoke, not toxins. So, well, um, I mean, maybe we we talk make him more evil.
3: We talk about how dark that was, but I think part of it is that it's new to us as well. Because like the immolation scene in Revenge of the Sith, we see a live action flesh and blood person get lit on fire. We watch him literally burn within an inch of death. So technically, right. that's worse Without than what we saw. In this episode,
0: dude, that for some reason that does not even phase me. I don't know why. Because you've seen, maybe it, maybe a million seen times. it so many thousand yeah. times, yeah. it's like no big deal we at saw all. It as
2: kids and as Steven says, okay, so Stephen can attest that a lot of grade <clears throat> three to six kids in his child's orbit are watching this and all the animated stuff. So yeah, which is good. Yeah. You know, they're still and they're learning a lot. Like um, you know, like Obi Wan and Cheryl are talking about Crosshair at the end. He's alone. So kids, kids are watching these stories, and I think it's great that they're asking all these questions, like. This is what loneliness is. The crosshair did a bad thing, you know, and now he feels bad about that. See how lonely he is, and now see how the Bad Batch—they're on the run, but they're warm and they're together. Like I think these are always going to be full of great lessons for kids and, and adults that have to remember this. So,
1: did Very we excited. talk about? Um, did we talk about Omega having a, a chip in her head? We didn't. Did oh, it doesn't seem does like she? she does. I don't. I don't know uh, that she does. I mean, I it doesn't seem does. like she does, we, but. The scanner, yeah. the tech.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. I assume that'll be done in the next episode or something. They're not going to be a season of yeah. creating a tech gadget,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, see,
2: episode twelve, almost done, almost done. Like, come yeah, on.
1: I was think. I was just thinking about crosshair, like turning and coming back to the to the bad batch and to his family. But then, what if like, once something goes awry with that, then mm-hmm. Omega turns into the like being bad, being yeah. mean with the empire.
2: I think the Rex thing, whenever they meet Rex, which I think has to be sooner rather than later, because Star Wars trailers, there's no way they show us the second half of the season stuff, usually. Yeah. And with him getting his chip out, and we know in Rebels that Gregor and Wolf have the scars and get theirs out, I feel like Rex will have figured out how to do it. And at a certain point, we have to, as an audience, not fear they're going to turn in order to just watch the show. So that's my my theory, is that Rex will—he's like a little factory— like, all right, get in the chair. Pss, pss. All right, next. Pss, pss. And they just take their just tips out. just do
3: some real quick brain surgery in the garage. Yeah,
2: yeah. The force with me. I'm one with the force. Pss, pss, pss. The <laughs> force with me. I'm one with the force. Pss, pss. It's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, uh, wait. Well, hey, let's let's do um. Before we get on out of here, I actually want to tease something for all y'all watching live, which all this is the biggest audience we've had for bounty hunt. We're gonna, I guess, try to keep to this time ish because it seems to work. Um. Again, no promises. We'll see how life goes. But I wanted to tease something for you all. On tomorrow night's Living Force, Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, as it always is, we are going to be doing something that I have wanted to do for a while and y'all seem to have fun with, which is another draft episode. And this episode, we are drafting from the dark side. So this weekend, I put together a board. Can we show our lovely audience all the dark side members we'll be drafting from? Look at these... Fantastic, folks.
0: Oh, it's it's awesome. a little... There it is. There it goes. Ooh, boy, that's uh, weird.
2: There are 24 Dark Side members we will be drafting from tomorrow. Each of us will get six. So mm-hmm. if you want to influence our decisions, as you, you know you do, and you <laughs> want to see what old, wrinkly characters Wes will draft, uh, tune in tomorrow <laughs> night, <laughs> 8 p.m., uh, to see who gets stuck with Pong Krell. That's really what I'm excited. <laughs> gonna- <laughs>
1: I don't even know what that means. i got to do research for tomorrow. Uh, That's right, man. Oh, man. So, tune in tomorrow Freaking night.
0: Pong. <laughs> Literally the most hateable character, I think, in the entire Clone Wars series. Absolutely. Uh, like, I, I hate that dude so much that the Umbara arc, which is one of the most epic arcs in all of the Clone Wars, it pisses me off. <laughs> I can't watch it. So it's just infuriating. I'm like, yeah, can't do it.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we'll see if uh, hopefully Cory gets stuck with him tomorrow
1: night that oh would be like hell at 8pm like you
0: hell.
3: got Windu, bro
1: yeah oh my god before we we did the the gindy tartakovsky review
2: incredible and before we get it out of here one last thing they mentioned in the chat we don't really ever mention this but we should we're on youtube if you're watching the stream and you like what we do go ahead and throw a like on this video if you want it helps stuff. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. I'm bad at YouTube so far. Throw Algorithms. Like there uh, it is.
0: Smash that like and subscribe God. button. Be sure to hit that bell so you get those notifications coming to your inbox.
1: Yeah. We're here right. on Uteni Radio News. <laughs> news, <Yeah>. news, news. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. All right. Well, hey, on that, thank you to all of you in the chat. Thank you to all of you listening. We'll be back next week. Of course, for more bad batching, but that will do it for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes out for our next hunt next weekend. We'll be diving into episode four of the Bad Batch. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Coutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerton on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the Bad Batch in our Discord community at ukini.com slash discord. Be sure to use those spoiler tags and be respectful. And be sure to follow the main show on Twitter at Living Force Pod and all of us individually for our thoughts about all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilers and Corey is at Doc Star Wars MD, Charles Hanko, and West is at Boss West. Until next time. I don't know, I had nothing. I guess we're done. Wipe it away.
0: You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast.
1: Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit UTini.com.